Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the SJS podcast, coming to you from Barrow in Furness as usual. I'm Mr Suligowski and of course I'm here with my co-hosts. Hi, I'm Mariella. Hi, I'm Finley and today we've got a new guest, Sam. Hello, my name is Sam Thomas and I am the local police community support officer for the Hindpool area of Barrow. Brilliant. So we generally refer to you as PCSO, don't we? You do, yes. And that stands for, as you've just said, Police Community Support Officer. It does. Perfect. Um, we always kick off with the same three questions, so one of you can fire away for us. What was your best moment in school? The best moment in school? There's been lots of best moments in school. I've been coming into the school for... Oh, 15 years now um i think the highlights of coming into school have been probably my trips to water park have been one of the highlights um water park is um a residential that i've been on which is a week away at coniston water park we always used to go in January when it was freezing cold. Yeah. Um, we've had weeks where we've been snowed in um, and we've not been able to um, leave Water Park really. We've had snow fights, sledging. Um, it's always been freezing. Um, but it's been a really good opportunity for me to get to know the kids really well. Mm. Uh, they've got to know me really well without being in uniform as well mm. so it's given them um a really good opportunity and me um for them to get to know me as a person really rather than as um a police officer i i remember a couple of years ago as well because you would arrive around breakfast time i would and, yeah uh, there was yeah. always a nice big breakfast for well, us to, yeah. to eat wasn't there? Yeah. yeah yeah that that sort of happened in in later years i, mm. I sort of started coming for breakfast and leaving um after tea um earlier years I, I sort of stayed for the whole week and, and we used to I, I used to, to to stop over yeah, yeah. um but then um as it got more popular and, and more more children and staff used to go I, I i got kicked out really and there was no bed bed for me anymore so i used i couldn't stay over um but but yeah um i think that i think that's one of the highlights yeah, of coming brilliant. into school yeah so so you, you like our other guests when we've asked that question you've related it to this school what about yourself when you went to school was there a favorite moment you've had for you for in me school? at school yeah. um i think um my favorite i, I was probably quite a, a social butterfly really mm. so i think probably for me it was my friends really i i enjoyed school um i liked going to school to, to see my friends um and to um to socialise really that was mm -hmm. that was my um, main reason for going to school. <laughs> um, name a, name a teacher that inspired you the most. Um, I went to um, I, I lived in Dalton growing up, so I went to Dowdales, and I think um, when I was at Dowdales, my head teacher was called Mr. Turner, um, and he was probably one of the teachers that inspired me the most he he was um a very good head teacher he he liked the outdoors and he liked um he inspired me to um be 
good at, at outdoor sports and, and outdoor activities. We, we, I always enjoyed doing um, outward bound type mm -hmm. of activities. I used to like doing YMCA's and things like that when I was younger and I think it was because of him. For anyone who doesn't know, what are the YMCA's? Yeah, it was um, similar to Water yeah, Park, really. Yeah. Um, it, it was a similar sort of thing that we had when we... I don't know whether it's still on yeah, now. I, I, I think, I think some of our is. staff who we have at the minute, they've worked as some of the YMCA people instructors, at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was up in the Lake District. Um, and when I was um, your sort of age, I used to go every year um, fr from being sort of like 10 up to about 16, mm. really. And um, it, it was a daily thing that we used to catch the bus up every uh, in the summer holidays and and do um activities up there archery and canoeing and similar sort of thing to what you do on on um and funnily enough mr turner my head teacher's son is um now a police officer um that i work with is a colleague of mine at, at um at barrow mm. so um I, i've sort of stayed in touch um, throughout my life really with, with, with his family in one way or another What are your thoughts and opinions on the, about the school? About your school about St James's um, I think it's a very good school I'm, I enjoy coming in it's a very friendly school um, a very well run school the children are always very well behaved I've all, I'm always very impressed by how well behaved you all are, um, how good you are in classes. It's you all seem to um, do do very well. Um, I, I enjoy I enjoy coming in. And you've been a governor for school. I have. How yes. Yes. I've been a governor for um, for thirteen years at yeah. the school. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, can we just lead, we'll maybe talk about that quickly and then I'll come back to you, Mariella and Finley, so you can ask some further questions. Obviously, you're involved in school in that way, so you kind of maybe know more than other people. What 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 do you do as a governor? Because obviously that helps us as a school. Yeah, yeah. So I joined as a governor um, not long after I, I started this, this role um, because I thought it would give me um, the added advantage of being able to to get to know the, the school in two different ways really as as the community side as well as um how the school works um so, so that that was why i joined as a governor um so i i enjoyed the governor side of it we, we got to do lots of courses um got to know the staff um and how that that side of things worked as well um so so yeah um i it, it's been a good I've, I've actually i'm actually just coming towards the end of of that side yeah. of things now um unfortunately um the demands on on my role as a, in the police of of um are, are increasing so that that side of things are, of ha are having to come yeah. to an end but um, yeah. you've done a great job obviously as a governor and that's something we appreciate because yeah, it, it, yeah. it, people don't realise it, we really need them governors yeah, for school don't yeah. we to help the school improve yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what do you want to ask next Mariella I think the question that I wrote down has already been answered a bit during that okay so. have you got a different question not really have you got one Finley um, that's the... how did you become a PSCSO 
when I became a PCSO, the job was advertised um, on the Cumbria Constabulary website. Um, so that was um, the way that I applied. Um, all jobs um, are advertised that way for um, Cumbria Constabulary. So whether you want to become a police officer or a PCSO or a detention officer, any of those, um, any roles are advertised through the Cumbria Constabulary website. Um, when I applied, there wasn't really many PCSOs um, around at the time. The, the role was relatively new. It had only really been um, around for a couple of years. So I didn't really know what a PCSO was to be totally honest um so um in the job description it's basically said that you had to be able to um talk to people um and be, be um be out on your community and um, walk walking the beat um and i thought oh, i can talk to people i can be out in the community and um i thought i'd quite enjoy walking around chatting to people um so I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. So I I applied at the time I was working on the customer service desk at ASDA um, and I thought I quite enjoy being out in the fresh air and um, that, that appealed to me, being outside in the fresh air, walking around. And um, I've never really thought about applying to be a police officer. That didn't really appeal right. to me, but the role of a PCSO did. Um, we don't work... Um, shifts as as such we only work between the hours of eight o'clock in the morning and ten o'clock at night we don't work nights um i didn't really like the thought of working um night night shifts i had a young family at the time mm. so that didn't really suit family life for me whereas um working between eight and ten did um so I applied and, and was lucky enough to get the job. And did, um, did you need any type of qualifications or anything? Uh, you that needed was the um, like five GCSEs yeah. A to C yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so and would that still be similar now then for, um, for this type of role? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, they they haven't actually taken on any PCSOs for quite a while yeah. now. Um, we're hoping that within the next couple of years they might start recruiting again mm. um, numbers have dropped quite a lot due to natural wastage and uh, PCSOs joining the regulars they've taken on quite a lot of new um, officers over the last few years so a lot of PCSOs have mm. um, joined um, as, as police officers so our numbers are down quite quite a lot now so what okay. we are hoping and for, say there were people who maybe were interested in becoming police police officers themselves or PCSOs what's the transition or, and how difficult would it be do you need to do anything extra to take that change yeah from so, there, so there, is, there isn't a natural um jump from a PCSO to, to a police officer you would just have to join a police as a police officer um as anybody would as, as a police mm. officer um I think a lot of people do join as, as PCSOs first. I think that is more to give them. It would give them a good insight into the the role of a police officer, um, and and a lot of PCSOs that that join thinking that they might want to become a police officer do go off the idea and decide no police officer definitely isn't for me uh, whereas a lot do then decide yes actually I do want to become a police officer and it, it works both ways so now to become a police officer um, you have to have a degree um, so so there's there's a couple of ways that you can do it you can either join um, 
if you already do have a de if you hold a degree already yes um or you can join um and get the degree work towards the degree while you're in the job so i think yeah. that takes about three years yeah um you can do it that way or you you, you can apply if you've already got yeah. a degree and do it that way so, so there's, you said two options there so if you did want to be a police officer you could go to university for example get a degree and then apply to yes. be a police officer yeah if you were doing training and doing that at the same yeah. time yeah is that do you get some type of pay doing it yeah that it's way? like an apprentice yeah, um, apprenticeship um way so yeah you you you, you would um yeah you, you'd start on I'm not exactly sure what yeah. the starting wage is, mm. but it, it, you know it's um, it, it's quite a good starting wage for an apprentice. Yeah. It's not it's not a, um, a, a bad apprenticeship. So it sounds wage. like a good option for some people who maybe yeah. were, were interested yeah. in that. Yeah. They can at least support themselves while they're getting that yeah. degree as well. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have any other jobs before becoming a PCSO? Uh, so yeah, I worked um, when I left school and then I went to um, Furness College in Barrow for a couple of years and then I did um, dental nursing for a couple of years and then um, I got married and had my children and my husband was in the RAF so he got posted to the Outer Hebrides which are tiny little islands um, in the very north of Scotland. So you know. he, so he, he was in. He, he we got posted to a, a place called Benbecula, which is um, a little island in the Outer Hebrides. So we lived there for for a while, and then when we moved back to um, we moved back to to Dalton um, when we had uh, our children, and then when our children were old enough, I just started working at asda in the evening um and worked on the customer service desk and then i started working as a pcso so i haven't done much prior to um i was lucky enough that we lived in the benbecula so um luckily my husband worked and i was i stayed at home looking after the babies very so, nice yes i didn't have to work while we were there so i was quite lucky and could you talk us through like a day-to-day, -day, so a day in the life of a, yes, of a PCSO, Yes, a day Sam. in the life of a PCSO. So yeah. I, I would basically get to work and then I would have a, a briefing. So that basically I would be, I would look at my computer and I would see what has happened really in the last 24 hours since I was last on duty. So I would check and see... Um, any logs that have come in on the area that I work. So I will check all the jobs that have come in. Um, I will check to see who is in the cells, to see who's been arrested over the last 24 hours, see if there's anybody that I need to know about off my area that's been arrested, see if there's any um, house to house that needs to be done or any CCTV inquiries, if there's been any burglaries on my area, that sort of thing. Um, write down any jobs I need to do off of off those logs. Um, if if I need to do any jobs at the back of off the back of those that that briefing, um, I would then make um, check check any emails I've got. Um, I I usually get emails off officers that have been in on nights um, asking me to pick up 
um, jobs for those, uh, CCTV inquiries, house to house, that sort of thing. Um, so I'll check my emails and then um, have a quick chat with my sergeants, um, see if they've got any jobs that they've been sent for me. And then I would um, then go on perhaps foot patrol on my area um, do any of the jobs that I need to do while I'm out on foot patrol I would then probably get meet people who would then give me um, I'll probably get told information so I'll go and look at the information that I've been told off them pop into schools I may have um, a police desk to do that day um, I may have um, shops that I've got to go and visit to check CCTV for shoplifters that sort of thing um, have lunch afternoons I may may have um, other inquiries to do in an afternoon have visits to do on vulnerable families that I've got to go and visit that sort of thing and then book off go back to the station write up any um, any of the, the jobs I've done that they all need writing up um, emails that I've got to send and then that would be basically my, my day so I should be on foot roughly about 80% of, of the day I, I'm, I'm on high vis foot patrol mm. so how, how many uh, steps do you think you get in a day then I've, I average around about 20 to 25,000 steps a day a lot more than me then <laughs> what do you think to that Finley? <laughs> 25,000 steps a day yeah <laughs> Does that sound like a busy work day? Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think you could keep up with Sam on a day to day? No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mariella? Yeah, no. <laughs> so I suppose that in itself is good as well. It keeps you fit as well. Yeah, this this role. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, you, you do. You get. You do get very used to it. And and on days that I don't get that now, if if um. If I end up having a day where I've got a lot of jobs that are off Hindpool now, um, so, some days um, if, if there's only me on duty that, and I've got to cover Ascombe and Dalton and, and Ulverston and, and a bit further afield, so I have to jump in a car and do jobs. And I miss having days where I'm not on foot much now and, and I can tell on days I, f I feel more sluggish and lethargic mm. and you, you do miss not being out in the fresh air and walking I, I don't like those days as much I do like the days where I'm on foot more another thing that you are doing with us in school as well is mini police yes and we've obviously just had some of our year fives was it year yes. sixes as well no just, just year, year fives this year I, yeah. know, I know some people in our class applied for the mini police yeah could you just tell us a little bit about the mini police the initiative and what, yeah what we're yeah to so do mini police started about probably about three years ago but unfortunately it's because of covid um we, we've had to sort of pause it in the middle really so it just got going and then and then covid hit us so we've just sort of set it back up and running again so it was something that that started really as um a county-wide initiative um so the, there's i think there's maybe five schools in barrow that run with it at the moment um and really it's um a way of the mini police being able to work with the community as well so we're hoping that um we can sort of get out in the community and and look and see what the community want us to look at as um and, and be able to work with them and 
hopefully make things better in the community mm. so we're going to be able to get out there and speak with members key members of the community and see what they would like us to make better and hopefully look at maybe you know if there's is an issue with I don't know graffiti or mm. um, I think Ormskill of are a little bit ahead of us at the moment and they've been out and spoken to the community and I think their community of having a bit of an issue with youths um, setting fires uh, like mini fires in the area and um, so I think their mini police are, are, are going to look at, at that issue and um, may, maybe do some posters and um, get the fire brigade out and, and have a look and see how they can make the public aware of what's going on and try and um, stop that but I don't think we're having that issue on Hindpool mm -hmm. but we can have a look at maybe graffiti or dog fouling mm -hmm. or speeding vehicles up and down Blake yeah. Street or something like that I mean the dog fouling um, just because just you've just mentioned it there we went up to Town Howe Woods didn't we right and there was a lot of dog poo and things on the on, way, on, on the way right, that, that we, we noticed as a year group yeah. actually yeah but yeah. that's really nice because obviously it means that our children and the children who sign up for being the mini police can take an active yeah, role in the yeah, in improving yeah, their own community where they yeah. live. And we can maybe get street care to come up and mm. get some stickers. And I know they've got like um, a spray that we can use, and mm. we we can work with them as well and get some other agencies yeah. involved. And um, yeah, so I think um, we're, we're going to look at maybe doing a presentation in in a week or so um with our new i think we've looked at the application forms and we're going to make an announcement within the next week or two well, um, and, and present yeah. the, the new uniforms yeah. and I, know, I know our uh, people who have applied are really yeah. uh, eager to find yes. out if they've been yes, accepted I bet, I bet. Uh, um, so yeah so i think that's going to be very very soon so it won't yeah. be long and then we can get started on our new topics and um get out and about yeah. And we uh, we have a good relationship with the police and things in school. We want children to realise that you're there for helping us, yeah. and you know anything anytime there's problems that they can go go to you. And obviously we've just had you in this afternoon mm -hmm. with all of upper school, our year fives and sixes, doing a thing about being safer on the internet, haven't we? Yeah. Which, which was good. Yeah. And just talking about and reminding them of the possible dangers of of the internet. Yeah. And obviously, we we do a lot in school as well, and we talk about how the internet is fantastic but just being wary of those things as well yeah so that was great that you've yeah. obviously come in this yeah. afternoon which was nice yeah. and it was yourself yeah. and one of the yeah. sergeants was it, it was it? yeah it was sergeant joe smith she works for the child-centered policing team which is a relatively new team that have um have, have set up at, at, um at the station so it, it's good that they're getting out and about now um and, and they're, they're regularly in in the schools now um in, in Baron and in, in the senior schools as well yeah. so uh, that they're having a big impact we've yeah. noticed a, a big impact since their team have, have um, started going out and about so it's, it's been a really big help okay big question for all three of you now yesterday was an important day because it marked the 25th of November which meant there was one month till Christmas wow. so Mariella when do Christmas decorations go up in your house uh. Not really planned. It just happens. Just happens. Does it spontan yeah. spontaneously? Yeah. Finley, what about you? They're already all up. They're already up. How long have they been up for, Finley? Um, not all. Of, maybe not all of them. We still need the Christmas tree and stuff. But we get a live one, so we don't want it to die. Right. Okay. Oh. Sam. Well, what about my you? tree is in a bucket of water in the back garden. Um, we bought it last week. But I've been told I'm not allowed them up until at least December. First of December. So it's gonna be. Mm. 
as soon as possible after the first. (laughs) And I, I've uh, been known to be a bit of a Scrooge apparently, Mm. (laughs) uh, which I don't know where that comes from. But I've got young children at the minute and we put ours up at the weekend. Oh, very good. Yeah, so my children are three and one and they were loving it. So yeah, we thought we'd get them up while we could at the weekend Mm. and they loved that. So they're already up in, in in our house. Have you started listening to any Christmas music yet? Only on the radio, right. in the car. I haven't actually yeah. got it up at home yet. What about you two? I haven't listened to any yet. My mum always wants me to watch a Christmas film as well, but I'm like, it's too early, mum. <laughs> oh, very good. And what about you, Mariella? My mum wanted me to record a video for her Facebook of her decorating like parts of the tree. And yeah. she, But the thing is, right, she's like... After that, she's decorated the tree like two more times because she was unhappy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Striving for perfection, was she? Yeah. Yeah. And what about favourite Christmas song? And then next question, so you can have a think, is favourite Christmas food on Christmas Day? Favourite Christmas Um, song, Sam, have you got one? I think it'd have to be Do They Know It's Christmas, I think. Yeah. The original one? Yeah, the original. The original. Yeah. What about you, Finley or Mariella? Have you got a favourite Christmas song? I don't know any of the Christmas songs. <laughs> oh, do you not? What about, you can sing us a tune if you want, Finley. No. <laughs> what about you, Mariella? Right. I can't really think of one, but I remember when my mum was putting music on the, on the TV from YouTube, in the, the compilation thing, because it has the names of the songs, yeah. right? Santa was spelt wrong twice. One was like Santan and then one was like Sanita. Oh, Mm. It's not a hard mm. word to spell, really, no. is it, either? No. What about no. favourite Christmas food on Christmas Day? Um, um, probably gravy um, and uh, pigne- pigs and blankets. OK. Mariella? Um, I'm trying to think of one that I usually have every year. It's probably not, like, every year, because I, I can't really remember what I have for Christmas. That's, that's OK. <laughs> what about you, so, Sam? Uh, pigs and blankets, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I probably like the. Probably a bit boring and just probably like my roast potatoes best. Have they done well? (laughs) Yeah, nice roast potatoes. They can be good, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's uh, brilliant, isn't it? Uh, What do we say to Sam for coming on? Thank you. Thank you for being our guest this this week. Um, We will be releasing this podcast later today and we do one every two weeks so we're going to ask Sam if she can sign off by thanking everyone and asking them to tune in in two weeks time thank you everybody and can you all sign in in two weeks time thank you everyone see you later bye bye, bye.